3: Mark Kent missing, the famous Batman makes an alarming prophecy to Robin, his young companion.
2: Robin, I think Slick Bailey took Kent away. And if I'm right, then...
0: What then, Batman?
2: Then, well, this may be the end of
1: Superman. Here's a little story, gang, that's almost guaranteed to make you laugh. I know it panicked me when I first heard it. It's a story about a tea that was given in New York recently to honor a visiting Chinese scholar. The committee that arranged the party, assuming that the foreign scholar would be unable to speak English, was somewhat disturbed, until one of them remembered a prominent American author who had written many articles about Chinatown. As a matter of fact, one man said, I have heard him rattle off Chinese as if it were his mother tongue. So the author was invited to the tea. And as soon as the visiting scholar appeared, they were introduced. All the guests at the party gathered round to watch with interest as the American bowed, then rattled off everything he had learned in his contact with Chinatown residents. The Chinese listened politely. He even registered great interest in what the author was saying. When the American had finished speaking, the scholar bowed gravely. Then, in perfect English, he said, I am grateful for your attempt to make me feel at home by speaking to me in my native tongue. Of course, everyone was astounded to hear him say that. They were, however, shocked and very much amused when asked what the American author had said to him. He smiled and answered, as nearly as I can translate his speech, it went like this. Good morning. How are you? I am well, thank you. Some babe, huh? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Lobster Canton style, please. Thank you. Goodbye. Happy New York. Down the hatch. Well, of course, everyone had a good laugh, and no wonder, because it was funny but it also taught a lesson which we'll discuss a little later in the program. So, keep listening.
3: And now, the adventures of Superman. Knowing that at least one and perhaps other members of the underworld suspected that he was Superman and were making efforts to prove it, Clark Kent hit on a scheme which he hoped would throw them off the track. Pretending to be seriously injured in an automobile accident, Kent stayed in bed in the village home of a doctor friend while the famous Batman and Robin stood guard. But Biggie Conroy, the cunning racketeer who was directing the plan to unmask Superman, was suspicious of Kent's ruse and sent a gang of husky followers to the scene with instructions to seize Kent and bring him in. Batman and Robin put up a fierce fight against Conroy's gang, but were finally knocked out. And now, a few minutes later, they have regained consciousness and have discovered that Kent is no longer in the house. Bailey and his gang must
2: have taken Kent away with them, Robin. Holy smokes. Come on out to the car. We've got to go after them.
0: Well, wait, Batman. How can we go after them? We don't know which way
2: they went. Look, you saw them drive up. Which way did they come from?
0: Well, from that direction, the Metropolis way.
2: And the chances are they went back that same way. Come on, into the car.
0: Can't you get any more speed out of this wagon, Batman?
2: Oh, blast it. If only Kent hadn't made me leave our Batmobile at home.
0: Yeah, I if. But listen, what did you mean before when you said this might be the end of Superman?
2: Robin, there's only one secret I've ever kept from you. and That's it. So be a good fella and don't ask questions.
0: Okay, Patty.
2: Now keep your eyes peeled. Maybe you can pick up their lights on a curve. Uh,
0: I've been trying, but all I can see your dark mountains. Okay. Now
2: hang on, Robin.
0: Hey, hey, what are you turning up the road for?
2: I remember there was a shortcut in here somewhere that goes down to the highway. I'm hoping this is it. Now hang on. Here's the good old highway below.
0: Oh, hot dog. This old shortcut paid off, even if it did charm my back teeth loose. Hey, but now we are in a fix. What do you mean? We don't know if Bailey's car with Mr. Kent is behind us or ahead of us, or if it even came this way at all.
2: Well, if it came from Metropolis, chances are it went back there. And with the start it had, it ought to be ahead of where we are now, because the shortcut only saved a few miles.
0: Mm -hmm. Fair reasoning. If only it works out that way.
2: We'll find out, I hope. Now sit tight. Here's the highway. See anything?
0: Nope. Oh, wait. just coming out of that curve up ahead. Now, there's a car.
2: Well, Bailey's car had two yellow fog lights. Can you make them out?
0: No. No, I can only see the back of the car now. Wait, the road is curving again. Well? Just a sec. Yes, it's got yellow fog lights, all right? That's our baby, Batman.
2: Well, here's hoping.
0: Oh, a step on it. They're pulling away from us.
2: They've got a faster car. Good thing there's so many curves in this road. Oh, what's good about that? We can pick up a little time by hitting into the full throttle. Now hang on to your hat, Chum. This is gonna be a wild ride.
4: What time is it now, Chopin? It's uh it's eleven o'clock, Biggie. Yeah, slick and the boys should have been here with Clark Kent by now. I wonder what's holding them up. Oh, don't get yourself all worked up,
3: Biggie. You're pulling all the buttons off your fist. Why do you do that? Because
4: I'm nervous, that's why. Look, Chopin, play me something on the piano, eh? Something that'll kind of quiet me down. Yeah, sure, sure, okay, Biggie. What'll you have this time, huh? I don't care, I don't care. Anything, just get a beat in it. Ah, you know me, pal.
3: Sit back now and get a load
4: of this. <laughs> How's that, Biggie? It's okay. Good, good. Hey, Biggie. Yeah?
3: I've been thinking.
4: We'll cut it out. I don't keep you around to think. Just play. Yeah, yeah, sure.
3: But look, when Slick does bring Kent here, what are you going to do then? To find out if he's really Superman,
4: I mean.
0: That's cheesy.
4: Yeah? Tell me how, Biggie. Come on, tell me. You'll see soon enough. My hope is that they didn't run into no trouble.
3: If you ask me, anybody that tangles with Superman is sure to run into
4: trouble. Well, nobody asked, Jaghead. So shut up. Okay, okay. And stop playing that dopey number. I thought you liked it. Well, I'm already tired of it. Play me something else. That more jumping it. Yeah, yeah, sure, but anything yeah, you say. How's this? Yeah, that's Okay. You sure I'm nervous tonight. Hell, who wouldn't be? All the dough in the world just waiting to be picked up if I can prove Clark Kent is Superman. Hey, Biggie. Now what? I've been thinking. Again? Yeah. Uh. Hey,
3: look. Suppose it can't be Superman. But well, he's really hurt bad from that car accident. And now, after being dragged around, he dies on us. What happens, sir?
4: Huh? That wouldn't be so good. But we gotta take a chance. Yeah, but that'd be a murder rap, wouldn't it? Well, sure, but we gotta see that he don't die. We still got Dr. Bushmill here. He's one of the best doctors really... Yeah, but he- I don't like keeping him around, especially
3: with all the cops in Metropolis looking Well,
4: I don't like it either. We can't turn him loose on account of he knows too much. And I don't wanna take a chance on getting rid of him till this Superman thing is out of the way. So we just got to play at cagey, the yeah, lad. but just the same with... All right, hold it, Chopin. That must be slick. Huh? Where? At the door, you dope. Let him in.
3: Oh, oh okay. Hey, hey, wait a minute, baby. Maybe that's the cops. Maybe they traced out the Bushmill mill here. Maybe no, they... I don't think so. Yeah, but it could be. Well, there's
4: only one way to find out. Open the door. <laughs>
3: trembling, the skinny, egg-headed piano player walks to the door as Piggy Conroy steps quickly to a desk and removes a revolver from a drawer. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax
1: of today's episode, so keep listening. Well, gang, that little story we told you at the beginning of the program certainly showed that we shouldn't jump to conclusions about people. It just doesn't work. Because what people are and do is very much the result of the places they've lived in, the education they've had, and the kind of experiences they've gone through. For instance, a Chinese boy brought up in America speaks perfect English, eats with a knife and fork, and most likely has a crew cut. What's more, he may not know even a word of Chinese. On the other hand, an American boy brought up in China might speak perfect Chinese, eat with chopsticks, wear his hair long, and not speak English as well as Chinese. You see, you aren't born speaking a certain language or eating with a knife and fork or knowing that two and two make four. Somebody had to teach you these things. You learn them by watching the people around you and learning from them. Well, it's the same with kids all over the world. If you had been born in a different land, you would talk and act just like the people there do, and not at all like an American. That's why it's so silly to hear someone say that he was born better than another person because of his nationality or race or religion. That's just a lot of hogwash and has absolutely nothing to do with the facts. Supposing that the fellow who thinks he was born better is well-educated, lives in a fancy house and has nice clothes. So what? All that proves is that he was lucky enough to get the brakes. So, gang, next time you hear the born-better talk going around, squash it before it can grow. You know the real facts. Spread them around. Tell them to others. It'll go a long way toward helping to make this a better world to live in.
3: To the adventures of Superman. While Biggie Conroy stands by with a revolver in his huge hand, Chopin, his skinny piano player, opens the door. Then several men carrying a large burden walk into the room. Hello, Slick. Hiya, Biggie. What do you want this guy? Holy oh, smokes. Is that Clark Kent? <laughs> That ain't Little Red Riding, Hunt, Chopin?
4: Bring him over here and put him on the
3: couch, boys. Okay.
4: Come on, fellas. Yeah. Oh, this guy is so yeah. heavy,
3: Biggie. Oh, rapers, look how he's all wrapped up on them bandages. Like one of the mummies he looks. Sure, he was in an awful bad accident, huh, Biggie?
4: That's what we're going to find out.
3: Okay. Light him down, guys.
4: Oh. Yeah, that does it. Now, uh, Biggie... Just a minute, Slick. You and Chopin stay here. You other guys, take a walk for yourselves. Okay, come on, Joe. Uh, hey, listen, Billy, we. Shut you? up. It's awful quiet. Is he uh, still alive? Uh, let's see. Too many bandages on to feel his heart, but I can feel his pulse.
3: That's what I've been doing all the way here. It's good and strong, though.
4: Yeah. He's alive, all right. He's probably conscious, too. Oh, he yeah, ain't, Peggy. You can see. He could be faking, you know. <coughs> how about it, Kent? He don't answer. No. Well, if he really is Kent and is unconscious, he wouldn't answer. But if he's Superman and don't want us to know he is, he wouldn't answer either. Yeah, that's right. So how are we going to find out if he's Superman? That's easy. Just watch me.
3: We'll know in a minute. Leaning forward tensely, Slick Bailey and Chopin watch Biggie Conroy as the racket boss prepares to determine if Clark Kent is really Superman. What can Superman do now to preserve the secret of his double identity from these criminals? For if he makes a move to stop them, they'll know the truth. Never before was Superman in such a desperate plight, fellows and girls. Can you see anything he can do to avoid discovery when Batman and Robin, his only hope of rescue, are not here, where Superman needs them most? Whatever you do, don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode, gang. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 16 of The Mystery of the Stolen Costume on The Adventures of Superman! <laughs>
1: is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the mutual broadcasting system.